Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 80, and your smart speakers. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. Tomorrow at 6.30 and 7.30 on ESPN2, you'll be able to watch everything from the two-on-two game yesterday, Key and Jay versus Barton Hahn. You'll also be able to hear the game right here on ESPN Radio. I thought Chris Canty, what we just heard coming in, guys, got it right. Jay Will playing with his food. You were really playing with your food all day. I got the feeling that you could have you blanked him if you wanted and you were kind of having fun. Well, the first move of the game, I was posting Bart up and I hit him with a little chicken wing. He almost fell and I was like, all right, like let's... I don't want anybody to get hurt, but it was. But you were messing with Freddie Coleman, the wanted, ref. Yeah, and I wanted Key to score. I, I first thing I, I said, Key, you score. The rest is gonna take care of itself, because then it allows him to talk trash to everybody. He dropped mm. the first couple buckets, and then we'll go from there. Yeah, we well, all made I our tried. contributions. Yeah. We don't look at who did what, you know. I, I tried. To we got him. Key has some chippies. He just, you know. Oh, my legs was not underneath me. That's for sure. <laughs> Actually, they were underneath you. They just weren't what, working. Yeah, they weren't working. But he looked like he knew what he was doing, Jay. No, I totally yeah. know he what was, I'm yeah. doing. But when you're out of shape at the level, it just it's not going to work. No matter what you do, man. In a half court, don't matter, yeah. It, I don't yeah. give a damn if they cut it down to a quarter of a court. <laughs> it doesn't matter. A pint. Yes, yeah. it does not matter. Dude, it's so hard moving around. And then you got to lean on Bart. Bart, 250. Mm-hmm. Okay, face 230. You know, he a little skinny looking cat, but he, you know. 6'6, six, six, yeah. See, you moving on him. Allen's a fake 230. Yeah, Han, uh, 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 Bart by 250, and I'm carrying more weight, and I'm moving. You know, it's just like it's a lot. You know, ah. it's like, God. And you try, you, you're running gingerly. I'm not out there stopping on a dime and. I'm trying to make sure nothing yeah, breaks. Nothing pops. No, nothing yeah. pops. You know? And no so, snap, crackle, pop. None. The, the <laughs> court uneven. You just, it's a lot. The baskets are uneven. The battle like, rain. Just for you to understand what, <laughs> what Key's body is in shape right now, is we were walking to the bathroom during the last break. I, I kind of went out to go to the first bathroom, and Key started walking. I'm like, Key, you walk like you 90. Go ahead, take the first bathroom, man. You got it. Yeah, it, muscles ache in calves. places that they oh. have. My, oh, calves, yeah, man. my calves don't hurt. The bottom of my my foot is, is is sore. My back in between my shoulder blades got a couple balls in there, the golf balls. <laughs> nice. My wow. lower back is a little tight. Yeah. You know, it'd be nice to have you what? massage it. And then I got some glute issues. Hey, yeah. My buttocks is nice and tight. But that's about all. <laughs> Should have had a professional trainer up here, a massage therapist working yeah, on this. I this need morning. the massage gun and everything. You get know, the ther- uh, BC said Vince Carter said he's a get the Theragun. Yeah, get all that ready for the next day. The whole reason I went you, to the gym sore, on Max. the whole reason I went to the gym on Tuesday is so I wouldn't look exactly like I looked on Wednesday. Like I didn't want to look like an idiot, which I looked like anyway. But I put up probably a couple hundred free throws, and just from putting up free throws, my my quads, my calves. My, my, I have tendonitis in my right elbow. It's killing me. My shoulders, everything. I'm out here on one knee. Yeah. My knee's not even that sore. Yeah, but you were one of the best basketball players in the world. Stop. Max, no. You stop. You're saying that you're sore from shooting free throws. That's right. That's right. I have no shame in my game. He was at least moving around jockeying for position. I haven't picked up a basketball in, in years and years and years. Well, you knew this game was coming for a month. I know. I waited till the last minute. That was stupid of me. <laughs> and then he said, I'll make it with my eyes closed. Yeah, that was stupid of you me, too. You got idiot maybe. tax. That's what you got. Damn it, That's I paid a stupid you, tax. You got your own stupid tax. Damn. The, the beauty of it all is I you, use that line all the time, by the way. Stupid it's a great tax, line. Yeah. Stupid the, tax works. The, the beauty of it all, though, is we pulled it off. 
Mm. We did. It was an we amazing did. As event. A team. As a team. The owner, came, and Max. the owner came later and got in the middle of the, the ceremony and held the trophy up as if he did anything. Took yeah. all the credit. It's like an early Hanukkah and present. We were Key, it's like an early to, Hanukkah present. Yes. Yes. And, and we were able to raise money for Make-A-Wish for Barton Hahn and, mm-hmm. and the V Foundation for us, $10,000 for us and five for them. And anytime you could do that, it's worth it, it's right? Worth I mean, it, it just feels feels good. And everybody's healthy. Like, shout out to our crew, everybody who put this whole thing on. It felt like we were getting ready for the NBA Finals. You know what's the thing about basketball? <laughs> really, there were like 10 cameras on the court. I'm like, damn. It's what just are we? basketball. Hold on. Basketball's just fun, man. Walk out like that. Key, make sure you guys walk on your toes. I'm like, you you know what I just realized? What am I doing? What am I doing? It was fun even just putting up free throws. You, I'm going to the gym with you, and you're going you're gonna to work me out. Yep. Yep. You're going to train me in basketball, Jay. That's right. Well, are you asking me to train I'm, you? I'm, you, I'm already you around. I'm roping you into it. How long do we want the training session to be? Easily to 20 this. minutes. 25 maybe. No, I think we should do I think we should do a 10-minute training session. He's going to play with you well, in September. I mean, I'm not, I'm not in shape for a marathon, Jay. I mean, what do you want from me? You Ten minutes, what am I, a machine? minutes. Marcus Smart on the Old Man in the Three podcast, J.J. Reddick, said to, quote, this is a quote, to this day, if we went to the championship instead of LeBron, we definitely would have beat Golden State. See, this is how stuff works out, Max. You ready? Mm-hmm. He said this on J.J. Reddick's podcast back in February. So now we are in June, right? So little things like that, all of a sudden they resurface. They get used against you. You know how this stuff works. Like, this is sometimes where players get really frustrated at the media because they want you to be honest. They want you to be real. And then it just so happens that you meet, you meet up against me. I meet up. Maybe, I, I maybe. No, I'm not laughing uh, at that. I was laughing because I was thinking in my mind. Maybe, Jay, he should have thought in February, you know, there's a chance that we might play them. That's always what happens. And, and people want you to speak your mind, so you end up saying it, and then that's a, that's a, that's the storyline. And there's all that's types of I mean, you might line. meet like there's all types of possibilities. That's so what are you gonna not talk you, about but stuff? But you know, coach, there's a different way you could approach that, right? Saying you can, you yeah, can, I, I you get can it. approach it. Not that look, as a player, when I play, I don't give a damn what somebody says. So bulletin board material doesn't mean yeah. anything. You you are talking out of fear is the way I've always looked at it. Oh, he ain't that good. He ain't. Okay, man, you, you're, you're just talking now. Now I'm going to have to torch you. So when you look at Marcus Smart's situation, he should have been smarter and been able to say, well, you know, if we'd have played him, you know, it would have been a good game. We'll see how, you know, that. Yeah, and but, I get it. You say it's boring. But like you said a minute ago, though, Jay, you said it in February. You should have thought. But do you, think, do you, really, do you believe in bulletin board material? Are you, are, I, I don't. I, I don't. I don't. Football's different than basketball that way because you need so many guys on the same page, and they're all on different pages on a football team. I think coaches like to have that stuff, and there's so many possibilities, so many guys talking, more under control. And the NBA and basketball generally is always more of like a – it's more like boxing. It's more like, a, a, you know, one-on-one matchups and stuff, even though it's a team sport, where I think the talking, you can let it go a little bit more. even P.J. Tucker after – the Heat won game six, went at Draymond Green in the post game, saying, oh, yeah, thanks, Draymond. But, like, and but, PJ but, is but a Dre, vet, you know, well, but, yeah. very well-liked vet. But the difference with Dre, uh, all he said was, I think we're going to play Boston. He didn't say, well, yeah, we're going to wind up playing Boston. He said, I think we're going to play it based on Boston being up at the time. Yeah. Right? And so when you look at the Marcus Smart situation, he said it back in February – 
But like you said, they can pull it out now. And if he doesn't say anything at all, he doesn't have to worry about it. The reason I don't like it is because most people, not metrics and all the other mm-hmm. crap that we go through, most people think that Golden State is the better team and they're going to win. Yeah. Most people v- think Vegas that. odds say yeah, that. Yeah, Vegas odds say So most people think that. So when you say something like that, and the reason I don't like it for him is because if they bring out the broom on him or whatever and beat him, now you look like. Even beat him in you, six games. Now he looks one of them deals. Oh, he should have never opened so his mouth. And he, well, it will be a bigger thing, too, because tonight, look, the spread is three and a, three and a half points, right? Like the Celtics are three and a half points underdogs. So and they're good on the road. That's what I'm saying. By though. the way, Draymond said on Wednesday, in response to the Marcus Smart stuff, because nobody had beat us. No one has ever beaten us whole, ever. Has not happened yet. In 2016, I got suspended from a game in the finals. In 2019, Kevin Durant goes down during the finals. But then you follow that over to Cleveland. No one has ever beat us whole. I got to say something about that, guys. When you have a big personality like Draymond's who's emotional, part of that, part of like the the Bulls had Dennis Rodman, right? Part of your team is can that guy walk up to the line without crossing it? Dre had a bunch of texts. LeBron was aware. Next one, he gets a one-game suspension. He baited him into it. Dre took the bait. That is not being whole in a different way that let an injury that keeps you out. That's something else, right? So for Dre to say that, I don't agree. Now, it is true in 15, like they didn't lose, they won, but then Cleveland wasn't whole. So that's holds that no one's beaten you whole, but you're one of the reasons by getting yourself thrown out that you weren't whole. And then you also won a championship when the other team wasn't whole. You know what I mean? Well, also, like, this is why I look forward to, and I agree with you on your point, Max, like, I like when there's trash talking. I like when it means something, right? Because for me, when somebody spoke to me, that got me to a different place. So it makes me think about when Giannis spoke trash to Al Horford, it got Al Horford to a different place. That's when Al Horford played his tail off in that series with Boston. Great example. So if we're talking about if Draymond comes out that way, sometimes that kind of stuff can elevate for Boston because Boston comes out with a very workmanlike blue-collar mentality. They need that. So sometimes if Draymond were to do that, it feeds into helping Boston get to a mental place where they need to yeah, be. Yeah, but then Marcus be. Smart saying what he's saying. Helps him too. Yeah, it's going to work out that way. But does that, have really, does that really help them, Key? It was back in February. Yeah, but it's being said now as if it's present. That's true. Right? I mean, people are talking. We're talking about it as if he said it last night. Yeah. Not back in February. It doesn't say, hey, back in February he said this. Yeah. Yeah, with, social, with social media now and everything, it doesn't matter how long. I, yeah, people dig up stuff bad. from five years ago and people react to it like it just happened yesterday. I, I just feel bad because I would hate to see them get shellacked and then all of a sudden people looking at him and say, you didn't open your mouth. We, you, know, you know how that goes. Yeah, but that'll have in the end. I guess it doesn't matter because it's going to happen anyway. So Andre Snelling's is with us now, ESPN senior NBA writer, Dr. Dre. What's up, Dre? What the, what the deal, fellas? What up, baby? Snail. So, you know, <laughs> we'll be laughing, oh, sorry, man. Go ahead. Dre, uh, <laughs> I, I, know you I just can't believe that Jay will beat y'all into playing two-on-two with a professional NBA player. Like, like that that was just comp from, from, from jump. But anyway. No, 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 finals. no. This is Key and, this is <laughs> key key and Jay. And Key and Jay, we yeah, won. We, we won, yeah. Dre. We oh, won. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. That's true, but I'm just saying, like, for the entire enterprise, you know, Jay Will had to be coming into this drinking Kool-Aid in the mirror, like, yeah, I'm finna Jordan on this guy. <laughs> of course. That's why he attempted all the shots, and I attempted and made one. 
We don't listen on this team. We don't pay attention to who does what and blame and credit. Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Max. That team won. That's the main thing. We all had our contributions. Jay made a key score. He played defense. I did my thing, and Jay also made contributions. Yes, I did. That's what's up. Yeah, he he did a little bit. He did a little bit. Trey, one of the contributions Jay made on this show was convincing me yesterday that in fact Marcus Smart is the single most important player. In these finals, because not only does he have to play defense on Steph, but then he has to run the offense on the other end, and he has to in that with that level of fatigue and make the right play, and don't always look, you know, don't just shoot when he thinks he has his own shot. Make that. Do you think that's right? Is Marcus Smart the most important player in the series? I think that's a narrative that potentially could get Marcus Smart the Finals MVP if the Celtics win, um, because you know there, there's some meat there. I think the most important player in the series, um, especially for the Celtics, is Jason Tatum because they're going to go as far as he can carry them. I think Smart is going to be a disruptor. I don't think that any one perimeter player can shut down another perimeter superstar. You know, defense is such a team element, um, and it involves everyone from the inside out. So I'm I'm not even fully sure that based on impact, Marcus Smart should have necessarily been the defensive player of the year, but I think that he's going to make life very uncomfortable for Steph Curry. I think there'll be some memorable plays at both ends of the court. And yeah, if the Celtics win, I think that narrative, you know, could get him some consideration for finals MVP, which because I write about uh, uh, NBA bets and smart, uh, smart is 35 to one to win that finals MVP is something that people should pay attention to. We were talking about that on the show yesterday. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Dre, uh, how impressive has Clay Thompson been considering all the things he's been through battling injuries that he's now in his sixth straight NBA finals. Oh yeah. I love, I am so happy for Clay Thompson that he's been able to come back and play like he has. Um, I think that he's not the player now that he'll be next year. I think, you know, another year removed from his surgery, um, he'll start getting some of that explosiveness back and, and be even better. And as far as the, the X's and O's on the court, I think that last might be important. Because as we as we know with Clay Thompson, if he makes two shots in a row, mm-hmm. I'm tweeting folks like this is not a drill. You know, he's, he's about to go into NBA jams. He's on fire mode. Hide because up, put everyone under the desks, right? Like not a, it's yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Line like if he up, two single in a row, file. Let's hit the exits. Mm-hmm. But one thing I've noticed: people talk about his defense not quite being back because of the athleticism. His offense has been affected too because Clay would use his athleticism and he would just run and just run off picks and he would be able to generate these open looks. And I've noticed so far in these playoffs, he's had trouble getting separation like he used to. And I think that against a Celtics defense that is more conscientious about staying with perimeter players, especially off of picks, that that could be an issue for him. Like we saw in game five last series, <laughs> the, the Mavs messed around and didn't cover him for those first couple possessions. Let him hit the two shots, and once he does that, then all bets are off. I don't think the Celtics will do that, so I, I'm, I'm not sure that he'll be able to have the uh, impact on this series that, frankly, I would like him to have. But I will say, just like we just said with Marcus Smart, if the Warriors win and Clay has a couple of those big games, I think he may be one of the only Warriors that can really push Steph for Finals MVP because that narrative of coming back after those two catastrophic injuries is just so cool. I think he's going to have a lot of good cred. Andre Stanley is joining us, ESPN senior writer here on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Dre, 
outside of the big names that are involved in this series coming up, this NBA Finals, guys like Kevon Looney, guys like Robert Williams, I don't feel like they get enough shine. What do you oh, think yeah. they mean to their teams, especially Looney last game? Oh, yeah. Now, Looney, not just last game, last series. And even the last game of, of the Grizzly series, he was, you know, we talk so much about the, the Warriors and their death lineup and, you know, their small ball and all of those things. But we saw, you know, starting with the Grizzlies, that, that they were just getting beat up down low. And that's how even after John Morant got hurt, Memphis was able to be competitive because they were just dominating the paint. And for Looney to be able to step into the gap and say, nah, you know, fellas, I got y'all, and, and grab double-digit boards and, and, and block shots and, and kind of be the landlord in the paint the way that he was, that was massive uh, for, for the Warriors in, in, in the Western Conference. And it's going to be really important against the Celtics. You know, you mentioned the Time Lord, uh, Robert Williams, for the Celtics. With him, I worry about health. Mm-hmm. If he's healthy, he is, he's, his athleticism, his quick jump and his timing on defense really changes the way the Celtics are able to play. I, I just talked about Marcus Smart and as a perimeter player, what his defensive impact can be relative to the bigs on the team. Um, you know, the Time Lord and, and um, Grant Williams and Al Horford are so important to that Celtics defense. And if Robert Williams is able to play and, and be most of himself, he can really change the dy- dynamic of his series. Dre, in football – defenses win championships. That's what a lot of us think. That's what a lot of us have seen. Offenses are splashy. They look cute. They're shiny. But the defense ultimately is the reason you win the Super Bowl. The Celtics having a great defensive team up against a fluid offensive team. Who do you think gets the best of one another in this matchup? Yeah, it's really intriguing because quietly the Warriors defense is much better then I think people realize. I, I believe these might be the One top two. two defenses yeah. in yeah in the, in the league as far as defensive rating goes. So um, I think that both defenses, as I mentioned earlier with Marcus Smart, will make life difficult on the opposing offense. This isn't going to be a pretty series. This isn't going to be one where I don't believe where Steph is going to be t- taking too many shots and turning around and looking at the bench and, and doing a lot of flexing because I, I think he's going to be too bruised for all of that. Um but I do think that points will be scored. Like, you know, I mentioned betting earlier. I think I'm, I'm going the over in this game because I think that as great as the defenses are, the offenses and the way the rules are set up, there will still be points scored on both sides. But, yeah, I, I think the defense, I agree with you, defense does win championships. And I think the, the better defensive performance has a, a great chance to win the, the, this championship as well. Andre Snellings, ESPN senior NBA writer, on with Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. Dre, Kendra Andrews um, reported on this just in yesterday, 2 p.m. Eastern on ESPN, that Draymond was talking about the difference between this team and earlier iterations of the death lineup, et cetera, when they were winning in 2000, when they were great in 2015, 16, et cetera, pre-KD, is that their best players then were not their most experienced players. Right. They had very good players who were experienced like Iguodala, but their very best. Play- but now the difference is their very best players are their most championship experienced players. And in addition to that, they have excellent supporting cast. They have a deep and excellent supporting cast. To me, that does that is a very big deal. What do you make of that? No, I agree. First of all, Max, when you're going to have me on your TV show, you know, I don't I talk get him, Dre. Let's come. Come but, right. Come to Seaport. Let's go. <laughs> You know, you know what I'm saying? But as to your question, yeah, I think that's key. I think that 
honestly, on paper, I think the Celtics are clearly better than the Warriors this time around. But what you just pointed out, I think, is the Warriors' biggest advantage. Having that experience in their best players, their their pulse is never going to change. And not only that, they can pass that along to their younger, more inexperienced teammates because they can say, look, little little man, we we got this. We've been here before. We know how to do this. You play your part. You know, they, they can explain in a way that the Celtics can't what these teams are about to face. The Celtics have zero games of final experience on the whole team. So having that among the veterans on the Warriors, I think, is a massive advantage. And it's a reason why this time through they don't necess- they can succeed even if uh, Iguodala isn't healthy enough to play because they don't have to get that veteran experience from the bench. They have it themselves. Watch this. Dre thinks I'm playing. I want to do a segment with Andre Snellings, like, uh, like an analytics segment, to end the show, not just once a week or something, okay. like frequently. How do you like that, Dre? Hey, let's, let's make it happen, number one. You know, I'm, I'm all for it. That's right. This just in. So, two, Dre. 2 p.m. Eastern. H- help me out with this. Sorry, do you want to continue your, your plug? Well, I, was, I was hoping one of you would and end some it. Host? Yes. There thank you. you. Go. Um, Dre, Emmy Yudoka, in his first year, has gone through a gauntlet of a season, has changed around the dynamic of this team in January after that horrible loss to the Knicks, got them to buy in. We're no longer having conversations about breaking up Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. They have gone through Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, Giannis, and Jimmy Butler in the Miami Heat. They're in the NBA Finals. With that kind of success in his first year as a head coach, what kind of pressure does that now put on Darvin Ham, who has just been named the new head coach of the Los Angeles Lakers? First of all, you named all them accomplishments and did not mention that he's engaged in Nia Long. So that man's having the best year ever. (laughs) Exactly. Um, (laughs) But I think, in a way, I kind of think it's the opposite. I think that his performance and the performance of Monty Williams with the Suns and all of these, you know, Ty Lue, all of these former players that are coming out and doing such an excellent job as as head coaches, I think that's why Darvin Ham is getting this opportunity. And I think that he's built to have success with it. You know, the, the players respect him. He, he can speak to them in a way that others can't. And so, I mean, yes, there's always going to be pressure. He's taking over the Lakers' job, and it's, it's in the final days of LeBron. So, you know, there's going to be mad pressure with that. But I think he's built to succeed in it, and I think he can attribute his opportunity to the success of his predecessors. Mm. That is Andre Snelling, senior ESPN writer. Thank you, Dre. Appreciate it. All right. All right. You and I are set, yep, we're, I'm not playing games. All right. You're going to see him featured on uh, This Just In very soon. Tomorrow at 6.30 and 7.30 on ESPN2, you're going to be able to watch everything from our two-on-two game. Key and Jay versus Barton Hahn took place yesterday. You will see it tomorrow at 6.30 and 7.30 on ESPN2. You can hear the whole game on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn J. Willemax is presented by Progressive Insurance. A title for Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers in one night. Keyshawn J. Willemax, the podcast.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, Series XM Channel 80, and your smart speakers. Hey, guys, tomorrow at 6.30 and 7.30 on ESPN2, you will be able to watch perfect free-throw shooting form. Because you're going to see everything from our <laughs> two-on-two game yesterday with Barton Hahn. Our game, Key and J versus Barton Hahn, and sure enough, Team KJM, that's Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, won. You'll also be able to hear the game Right here on ESPN Radio. Everyone made contributions. Key scored. He played defense. I did whatever I did, and so did Jay. And you know, we don't, I just uh, well, yeah, we didn't get no water break. No we water got nothing. Break. Nothing. Nothing, I, boss. I saw the water bottles on the table here, and I just thought to myself, <laughs> we didn't get no damn water. We couldn't get five minutes. No. Well, the game was only five minutes. Yeah, but if they gave us five minutes, we could have got our second win. Probably wouldn't have been as sloppy. What do you want, a halftime at a game to 11? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you. It looked the way tiring. We feel, hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Needed Today. TV timeouts. Yeah, no TV timeouts. Yeah, Freddie Coleman's pro- calling fouls, you know. Big production. We get no TV timeouts. Now, come on now, seriously. We should have had challenges. We had video. We equipment. had announcers with no TV timeout. No, nothing. Nothing. Mm. I didn't even see a medical staff up here. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah, right. That's the biggest point. Yeah, exactly. If something happened, Slick who was surface that? is a good kind of drizzling a little a bit. A bunch of forty-year-old-plus dudes out there playing. No medical staff. None. It's ridiculous. With a bunch of injuries. Yeah, but between the four of you, almost two hundred years of experience on that court. <laughs> <laughs> you hear what Aaron Rodgers said uh, during the match? You know, Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers against Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen. They're playing golf. About how often he thinks about the end of his career, guys. Listen to this. Oh, I think about it all the time. Yeah. I mean, I, I resonate with what Tom said about about the mindset of 55-45. You know, when you commit, you're 100%. The older you get, uh, you know, the interests change and the and the grind, I think, wears on you a little bit more. And the, the football part's the easy part. That's that's the, the joy. It's the other stuff that wears on you and, and makes you think about uh, life after football. Tom, he obviously set the bar so high with playing so many years, but um, I can definitely see the end coming. What do you think? He said uh, he can see the end coming. Tommy set the bar so high. So it sounds like he's not chasing Brady in terms of longevity. No, you can't. You can't because you're not going to catch him. Like You can chase all you want, but you're never going to catch him. At some point, Brady's been very lucky to be able to play this long, not having any major injuries when once he got up in age other than the ACL injury early in mid, early in his career. And it is about the grind, though, right? Mm-hmm. It's it, you you it's playing the game on Sunday's easy. If you don't have to go through the week of practice, sitting in meetings with rookies and players not paying attention and lifting them weights and listening to coaches screaming holler for no apparent reason, 
you go out and play the game on Sunday. That's what wears players down. It's like, man, I don't all the stuff like that comes with it. With it. Like yeah. getting up at five thirty in the morning, rolling over to drive into a facility thirty minutes away to hear some coach tell me what I just heard the night before, and it, it wears you out. He'll retire at some point, but I'm not going to talk about him retiring and wonder if he's going to retire as we get into the season every single day. Something week. tells me you will. No, I won't. No, no I won't. I'll you know shut it down. You man. know what has to be really frustrating well not frustrating but yeah I guess so individually is that for a guy who has the greatness of Aaron Rodgers right for all the things that he's accomplished obviously he's driven for internal goals and for team goals as well to win another Super Bowl but the fact that you know in his mind he you always think of yourself as the greatest at what you do to a certain degree but there's still that question that lingers right other people can talk about it but you still and for him like I gotta get one more the way he's gone out Diana Rossini made the point earlier. Man, I totally agree. It's to like a light it. went off. You have to chase you it. You got to get two if you're you Aaron Rodgers. You got to yeah. chase it. The reason he has to get two, like you said, though, Jay, is his greatness, all of the things that he has done and he's been built up. But there's also a guy that played in Lambeau that's gone to two Super 100% Bowls. 100% and won one. And won one, but gone to two. And was considered the best to ever do anything. And you followed him. And you followed yeah, him. Come on. Because you'll never catch Brady. You'll never catch Brady and some of the other quarterbacks. You'll just you never realize catch if him. Brady wins the Super Bowl this year, Aaron Rodgers would have to win every Super Bowl until 2031 to catch him. <laughs> like, like Brady, that ship has sailed a long time ago. No, it, it, but it Favre, I agree with you 100%. You're not even going to go down as the best quarterback in the history of your own franchise? Yeah, and so when you look at that, that's something that he probably is chasing in the back of his mind. But I've never been, I don't know, I just never been one, Jay, as a, as a – when I came into the league, I had a goal in mind. Make as much money as I can make. Mm-hmm. Good goal. <laughs> yeah, of course, right, Max? <laughs> well, start there. Let's be honest. Make, for me, start for sure. There. Make as much money as I can. Play 10 years. Mm-hmm. Win a championship. Make a Pro Bowl. And that was it. Because you want to make the Hall of Fame? Be, no, because I was never going to catch Jerry Rice. Right. And the Hall of Fame didn't mean anything to me. It means something to a lot of people. But what meant something Well, to you weren't going to do it with those quarterbacks anyway. So, well, that's yeah. true, too. But what meant something to me is getting my family out of poverty. That was the important part. That's why the money came first. Other people have different goals. Some people want to be the greatest that ever played. I was never catching Jerry Rice. Mm-hmm. It wasn't going to happen. Mm-hmm. Dude played like 85,000 years. I didn't want to play that long. So you have to have in your mind what your goals are. What, is Aaron, what was Aaron Rodgers' goals when he stepped into the NFL? Was it to play as long as he wanted to, to win many, many, many championships? Was it to win one? Like, what is it? I think and if I you think, conquer some of those things, you can walk away from the game at peace. I think he has done everything except when, when Diana says, like, it, to me it feels like whatever it was in the beginning, Key, now to me it feels like this dude's playing till he gets another one. He needs one more, right? And he's on a competitive team every year, largely because of him. But, it, but is that one more because he was chasing somebody? Maybe Favre, like as you said. Who, I mean, because that would have been there right from the beginning of his – as soon as he got drafted, he had to know that, right? Tomorrow at 6.30 and 7.30 on ESPN2. You can watch everything from the two-on-two game yesterday, Key and Jay versus Barton Hahn. You'll also be able to hear the game right here on ESPN Radio. Guys – Game one of the NBA Finals is tonight. We hear from Steph Curry. G-Sean, J-Will, and Max, the podcast. 
We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Guys, baseball is a very, very, very local sport, right? One of the reasons it's so local is there's so much local TV money in every market that the major leagues don't do a good enough job of trying to turn it into more of a national sport that everyone cares about, like the NFL. The NFL is so popular and such a national, like the kind of the one thing that the whole country does together, right? It's basketball. That it's, it's below the NFL, but above everything else, yeah. I think. But Mike Trout. Is might wind up one day being called the greatest player who ever lived because every year he's like the best player in baseball now going on 10 years. He he has to respond now. He's more famous maybe for being the commissioner of a fantasy football league because, because Jock Peterson got slapped in the face, in the face, by Tommy Pham, right? Because of a dispute over a fantasy football league. He's more he's – more, He's more Not famous for being the commissioner of that league right now, maybe than anything else. Here is Mike Trout responding to criticism as fantasy football commissioner. I ain't talking about fantasy football. I, it, I don't even know. You know, it, it's just one of the things. It's uh, you know, everybody's competitive. Just, everybody loves fantasy football. Who doesn't? So, uh, I think it's you guys dragging it on. <laughs> so you know, I talked to Tommy. I talked to Jock. Everybody in, 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 that was part of it, you know, was just passionate about fashion, uh, fantasy football. So. What's that? Am He's I going to resign? Uh, I haven't made that decision. I don't know. <laughs> but every commissioner I know always gets food. So. <laughs> Guys, it was up on ESPN.com as a story this morning. When I looked at ESPN.com, uh, Trout unsure he will resign as fantasy football commissioner. He just doesn't want to deal with the drama, huh? It's, they're asking him at pregame press conferences about fantasy football. Who, who's all involved? Is it just Major League Baseball players involved in this particular yes. fantasy yeah. deal? Yeah. It, it, I've had fantasy deals that have gone wrong where it ends up becoming super, super personal. But you didn't get slapped. No, I didn't but get slapped. But there was money but, on the line in this, too. I wonder how much. You that stuff seriously, though. You're trying to figure out how much money the slap was worth. Yeah, man. Because, because when it gets to a certain number, they're going to start to take it seriously. Yeah, but what, what is a certain number for those guys? Though? They've made, I've looked it up. That's what I'm saying. I've, they're about the same size, about the same weight. They have both earned in their careers, both Fam and Peterson, a little under $30 million so far. So you think it's six figures? Oh, I'm thinking five figures. I'm thinking. I'm thinking five figures. I'm thinking five figures. Legit five. Yeah, figures. Yeah, but that's not a slap worthy. Five well, figures. Five fi- what? Twenty thirty G's on the line. Key. No, that's not a slap. Twenty thirty G's. That's not a slap. Key. That's a lot of money, dog. He's made some money in his life, boy. You hear that? It's a lot of money. We're but back a in slap ten seconds. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive 
eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Jay Will is making it happen. Jay with a long jumper to and make now it 9-3. Nine 9-3, KJM crew over Barton Hobbs. Jay Williams. Will playing with his food. Buries it. Ball game. And that'll do it. That is it. I think today was a huge win because the Make-A-Wish Foundation and the Jimmy V Foundation getting huge wins as well. Use your own adventure time. You voted on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, Key J. Max on Twitter. Key J. and Max on Twitter, at Key J. and Max. What we should talk about here, 4% said lock of the night, 23% ESPN two-on-two rematch. Not a chance. Ain't going to be no rematch. Promise you. 34% Jay's first hockey game. But edging out Jay's first hockey game that he attended live, the Rangers playoff win last night at the Garden. First hockey game. No, first hockey game was a Rangers playoff win in the Eastern Conference Finals. No, ever. I thought you, for some reason, I thought you'd gone to a hockey deal in Long Island or something before. No. 38%. Just, by the way, kind of only edging you out by 4%. Tell y'all, man. What's that? The NBA Finals game one. So we're talking about the (laughs) NBA Finals game one. Yes, it is great to talk about hockey here, right here on ESPN, the home of the hockey. Mm. The home of the hockey. Jay from now on is going to have have his very own hockey hockey. segment. (laughs) Here's Steph Curry. He's a a guard for the the, uh, Golden State Warriors, guys, in case you're wondering. NBA on ESPN Radio, why getting back to the finals means so much. To do it, you know, after this last two years that we've had, battling through a lot of injuries, change on the roster and you know implementing a lot of young guys this year is definitely a sense of pride that we could you know get back here and have a chance to uh, win four more games and hopefully another championship i mean look they i gotta tell you it feels watching reports on on this just in yesterday from golden state right from and i know the arena is changed so maybe and there's some new faces and everything but the warriors have really started something because it feels natural this time of year to be in the Bay Area. Like the last couple of years when the whole media wasn't there, we weren't there, it was like, man, something's not right. It doesn't feel back to normal. It feels back to normal. And probably not a coincidence that the pandemic years, which will be in our kind of put in our minds in its own category, right, just in all, all of our own lives, where everything was just weird, Clay missing 900-plus days, right, with the, with the injuries. 41 days. KD coming but then going. And when Clay went down, and, and no, now, the war, now the NBA Finals, it feels like, I hate to say it because it always felt that way in, like, L.A., right? It feels normal. It feels natural for it to be back in, dynastic, in the Bay Area. Right? Dynastic. Dynastic. I mean, that, that's, I, 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 this is what I love about sports. And I got a little bit of this feeling, Max and Key, going to Duke. Where, you know, my Q asked me when we were down in North Carolina, he's like, hey, what was your record here for your three years? I was like, oh, I was 95 and 13. So <laughs> it was a crazy record in a three-year span. Dynastic, right? I mean, we got one championship. 
we lost to the two teams that got to You're the winning nine out of every 10 games, games, basically. That's what I'm saying. So you are always that team. And what we're experiencing in real time with the Golden State Warriors, if they win this one, guys, it's that that just drives my mind crazy. They will be the behind the Lakers and the Celtics and surpass the Bulls for championships for this franchise at seven. And, and, and four of them, and they're still, they can still, they still, they're still going. Yeah, you say for, you say the uh, seven championships as a franchise, it's like, okay, I'm more dialed into six of eight. That's what I'm dialed six into. Of finals? Yeah, of the last. And it's kind of that's, Bulls-like that's, because that's the, crazy. Only, the only reason the Bulls didn't go eight for eight is because Jordan stepped away. Well, that's, only reason, that's Bulls-like, LeBron James-like. No, no, but what I mean know. is it's, it's Bulls-like because, yeah, it's six of eight, but we all know why they didn't show up on the radar those two years. Because not only did KD leave, then Clay went down with injury. They, so their team wasn't there, right? They had to put yeah, the team back eight together. Eight. They could have been eight of eight. Not, not that they would have won everyone, but they'd have been, they could have been an 8-8. I wonder if they would have got the Lakers in the bubble. I don't know. Lakers were very, very, very good with LeBron and AD. But still, it's a pot. they would have yeah. been around. Yeah, yeah, they'd course. have been in the conference Absolutely. finals. But the fact you know. that they can retool real quick and get back. See, that, that's a quick retool, what they oh. just did, but to see, get back. Kaminga and, and Wiggins and Poole. would have been interesting, though, because the Lakers, we all know AD don't like playing the five. He would have had to play the five. Because Golden State would have went so small. You got to switch. Or, or. I don't think he would have minded against or, Golden State, though. If, or. Does, it like a or is it a different construction of the Lakers? Because Golden State would have been whatever, healthy or whatever the case. Would have been a different construction of the Lakers when they, before they acquired AD, their thought process. Like, yeah. You maybe, know what I'm yeah, saying? Maybe, like, maybe. This team is this way. Yeah, you got to so, build for what so, you're playing yeah, exactly. against. But, but you know, your Bob said, Myers point, too, though, the way they, they reconstruct. Like, they didn't take. I thought when they got Wiggins, okay, they have these draft picks, they have Wiggins. They'll, They'll package it for yeah. a superstar. Yeah, yeah, nope. Nope. They're like, we're getting Clay back. We still have Steph. We still have Dre. We're going to build with, a, with young pieces around them. It's you a know what's brilliant though, job. We talked about on the show about Lakers, Celtics, 17 world championships. Will the Celtics get their 18th? The rivalry for me has always been like, it's been LeBron versus the Golden State Warriors. Yeah. Like, it wasn't the Cavs. Mm-mm. It felt like it was LeBron. Right, and if it was the Lakers, it still would have been LeBron. So, like those are maybe because kids aren't following franchises as much anymore; they follow players. So, like that's what. So, I'm I'm curious, like moving forward, like is this Jason Tatum? Is this Demarcus Smart, Stephen Curry rivalry that we need to see? I think LeBron was uh, was unique in that he was so great. He's that, dynastic. Like, the himself. reason KD and the Warriors really got together is because, like, damn, LeBron. we can't get by this dude LeBron. We need to kind of join yeah. forces. But Le- you're right because it was like LeBron versus the Spurs, right? The Heatles against the Spurs, LeBron's Heatles. And then it was LeBron versus the next dynasty in the West, the Warriors. And then LeBron goes to the Lakers, and the Lakers win. LeBron is something else. Different, man. Yeah, LeBron Sometimes is something else. you don't else. appreciate greatness until it's gone. But what we're witnessing right now at Golden State is beyond greatness. Well, it's when incredible. you say, when think about it, though, you say Golden State winning championships. LeBron, how many he went to? It's crazy. Damn, how Remember, many he won? How many right did that, he go to straight? Used the winning him? is a big he thing, though. I, winning I, 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 of of course, Max. I hear you, but we want to win. Yeah. I just hate how it's always used against LeBron. But if you go to as LeBron. many as he went to in a row, that's crazy. Well, like, you could say about LeBron. He doesn't complete the deal. I'm like, damn, he got there. What you could say about LeBron is of any player in history, 
by himself, he'll get you farther than anyone else. Like, he by himself is, if he's, if he's on the floor, you're going to make a deep playoff run with LeBron. Man, that dude was in the playoffs how many straight years, Jay? I don't even know it because I lost count. That's every single I year. I lost count. <laughs> yeah. It was like he was there every, like, honestly, like the last two years, Wait, like how not many having years? him around. How many years? 17 years? Yeah. I mean, eight, last, 17 or 18 now. The last two years not having him I think around. he's been in the playoffs. Look at how like, ratings drop. Like, yeah. yo, ratings drop. But Steph, if Steph, if Steph wins again, and especially if he wins finals MVP, but if he wins again, like, it's not going to take away from him if he wins finals MVP. If he does it again. squeeze it in there. Well, am I wrong? Well, according to people, you are, but, you know. People, shmeeple. That's my answer to that. Greeny is next. We're back tomorrow talking game one of the NBA Finals, and you have a chance to relive our two-on-two versus Barton Hart. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.